We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. We got a special special guest here with us, don't we, Fern? We do. Katie. Katie. Yes. <laughs> not a guest or she's special. We have Cassidy Malensky. What's going on, Cassidy? Not a lot. Just did a workout in a class and then... Uh... Did some training and now I'm here with you guys. You did the workout with the in a class, like you in took a, class. a class. Well, that's interesting based on the topic we're going to talk about. Then you did some training. What do you mean by that? Some personal training. Okay, so you did uh, another one on one session. What was the workout today, Cassidy? Uh, in a 10 minute window, 2115.9 power cleans at 185, 135, and strict handstand push ups. Programming error right there. In the remaining time, max cleaning jerks at 135.95. I like workouts like that. I like workouts that reward you for going a little bit faster, but there's some gamesmanship and, you know, workout IQ happening. Like you can't blow it out and eat five minutes. So how many reps did you get at 135? Uh, I got six cleaning jerks. I uh, handstand pushes were a little, little harder than I expected them to, but I dropped the weight on the barbell. I went to 165 instead of 185 just to kind of, steady singles throughout the whole thing and then the handstand push-up uh because it was strict it obviously slowed down it so it wasn't wasn't as bad as it could have been because you can only go so fast if you can't do them all unbroken so a lot of it was just muscular fatigue and sitting around waiting for my shoulders to work again instead of if i could kip them it would have been a much different workout i think it's interesting that you think that is a reward to do more work after you finish that well, it's the name of the game. Like that was the workout. That's your score. No, no, I understand how it works. Yeah. Sure I just think it's do? I think it's just interesting that you consider it to be a reward. It's a little tasty treat at the end yeah. if you get there. Little nugget. Well, you know, Fern, I'm a little more fit than you these days. I train a little harder. Third place at a competition recently, like no big deal. Um but... you rosin the dogs? <laughs> exactly. You know what I always thought would be a really cool invention? Maybe somebody can do this. You think about things like the handstand push-up that are truly, like you said, Cassidy, muscle fatigue. Like you're in the middle of a workout and it doesn't feel like a standard workout because you're like, I'm not out of breath. I just can't keep going. But then there, it's really up to you to decide when you think you can go again. But what if there was something like on your shoulders or somewhere to measure like, Hey, no, dude, you're ready to go. You think you're not, but if you kicked up right now, you'd get three. And maybe you watch that power meter go to four to five to six, depending on how you recover. I don't know. I thought that'd be a little cool. I think that's what training partners are for. I mean, the goal is not to be right there, just to kind of like put your partner in more suffering. Just to, just to yell go. Yeah. Just to yell go randomly. Go. Cassie's kicking up and crashing down on his head. Like it's truly yeah. not there. And we've seen that happen at the games in the past, right? On this specific movement where like, especially the female competitors, they're, 
they're just blowing themselves out and they don't know when to go again. Mm -hmm. So that'd be interesting. I'm not smart enough to make that. So maybe. So you want working out to now be a video game and your power and your power bar comes back up. That'd be pretty cool, right? If you're like, I'm in the green, I got to go harder. Exercise. It's the cool, it's the benefit. And then, you know, at the same time, the downfall to the whoop, right? Like, I know you don't, you're not even wearing yours right now, but, but Cassidy is. And like, I could, I could wear it. I just don't look at any of the metrics. I'll put yeah, it on. You just, you, you wear it more as an accessory. <laughs> it's just for looks. <laughs> but the, the cool part is like, oh man, I'm at 80% recovery today. I should go hard. And you're like, you think, you know, and then the downfall is like 20% recovery. I need to go easier. I need to take a rest day where who knows, maybe that 20% day is the day you could have smashed a workout. And maybe the other day, you know, you're not as recovered as it's leading you to believe. So I think that's just something interesting that people, people use with that. People fall into a trap though, of thinking, whatever their whoop, for example, whatever their score is actually correlates to how their performance is going to reflect that day. Like I've had days where, you know, I have a long night. Like I might be out with friends. We might be at the bar or whatever, like get home minimal sleep. And it still says I'm in the green, but I feel terrible waking up. I'm like, there's no shot. I'm going to be able to train today, but it's telling me I'm in the green zone. Meanwhile, like I could have a good night's sleep rested. Well, I wake up feeling fantastic and it has me in the red and it's like, ah, maybe take it easier today. And then I'll hit a PR that day. So it's, it's good numbers to have. It's good things to maybe factor in, but I, I think people get in, get caught in the trap. Myself included, when I first started wearing it, was like, it's green. I got to go hard today. It's red. I need to take it easy instead of just having it be an extra variable to kind of determine how you feel that day. Yeah, but if you had a true power bar, then you would just know. Like, I imagine it's going to be on your forearm. It's going to be built into you, and you're going to see, okay, I'm up to green. Time to go again. Someday. Hey, like... I know we're joking, but you know we're going to be there in the future. So speaking of that workout, today we're talking about cap. It's it's kind of a hot topic in the CrossFit world today, especially amongst affiliate owners. But, you know, CrossFit home office came out a month or two ago and said, hey, cap is going to be the programming that we push, the programming that, you know, we encourage people to do. I don't think they're trying to push all other programming out of the market. That's clearly not the goal. They've even said things to the point of, you know, we just want about 30% of affiliates to do this. And it's being run by our friends, Austin Maliolo, James Hobart, and Spencer Hendel. We just had Austin in our coaches development group, which we may put out for a podcast later this week, because he gave some great insight into what's going on amongst other things. But really, I want to discuss today what our opinions are about whether cap is the right direction your affiliate should be going. Okay. Go ahead and lead. I just did. I just led. I've been leading. I've been leading for two years now, Fern. What's the, what's the, <laughs> yeah, we, the, which is still why we have no idea where we're going. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm leading. I just don't know the direction. Right. Um, that's called lost. Um, the, yeah, I mean, so I mean, full disclosure, we've been we've been, you know, using and participating in Hamplan for probably about a year now. Yeah, at least a year. And um, so I'm a big fan of what they do. There's other options out there. It, so you know, to your point earlier, the CrossFit, the, they're kind of the way they envision all of this rolling down is they I don't they have, you know, outright stated that. And when I say CrossFit, I mean like home office. Eric Rose of the team that 
they imagine that it's about 30, 30, 30. So 30% roughly or a thirds would, would do something that is an outside resource like a, a mayhem or a comp train or something like that. 30% would use CrossFit and then 30% would go it on their own and they would just do their own thing. They would, they would just write their own programming because they like to do that. So, you know, that leaves 60% of the, of the, of the ecosystem doing something other than cap. Um, you know, so I think there's a lot of questions here. I think, I think it's going to be an awesome resource, you know, and I think, uh, at the end of the day, most of us would probably agree, like programming is programming is programming. He who wins out will probably be the entity that provides the most additional resources on top of that. So I don't think any one of these programs is going to break themselves out because the workouts are superior at some point. It's just completely subjective and just kind of like, what's the flavor of the day type deal where, where I think you, you know, set yourself apart is like, what comes with it? You know, because I do, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do remember this on the previous call. I don't know if Austin addressed it at some point. I think the goal is to have cap mirror.com August 15th. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So is live. That'll be happening. right. Okay. So that, so that is in the plan. So, you know, at which point people are gonna be like, well, why am I paying for cap then? If I'm gonna, if I'm going to just get it free for.com because it was never about the programming or it was never about the workouts. There've been, there've been, there've been free workouts on.com for 20 years. You know, it's not about the workouts. With that logic, you would never use any other programming because. Right. It's, it's, you know, and Austin brought up a good point. And and this is something I've heard from numerous people. It's like, well, if everybody's doing the same programming, you know, what makes our gym unique? And it's like, well, it's definitely not the programming anyway. No one walks into your box. Uh, everything else? Yeah, no one walks into your box and it's like, hey, uh, the box down the road is doing the same workouts you are. Should I, uh, why should I join here? Like, by the, if someone walks in your box, they don't even understand what programming is at that point. Unless, you know, you have people that come from other communities, they move, et cetera. And they should just accept whatever you're doing. Like if you want a box that follows the same programming you were doing, you may or may not have that in the Virginia Beach area or, you know, in Atlanta or wherever you live. Your alternative is just build yourself a garage gym. And right. Do your own thing. Which at which point you fall in the 30%. Yeah. Or join CrossFit Rife and follow what they're doing. I, I got to say, though, yesterday, the box owner here, Jeremy, sent me a PDF. I think it was from the affiliate portal. It was, it's just titled 14. So I don't know exactly where it's for the. It's for next week then, if that's what it's for, I believe. So, but I got to say, yeah, well, it's August 9th. Is that, that? Is that what you're looking at right there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be this coming week. Yeah. Or that was last week. Yeah. It's, it's got the chief in it. Um, it doesn't have that workout you guys talked about today, but this might, they're still doing something a little different right now. Right. Uh, so two things, we operate like several weeks behind. Uh, what we have on hand plan just for social media purposes, but also the the percentage has gotten larger, slurgy because we haven't like had access to this for a little bit since they shifted it over. But we use this, but I don't know, 50% maybe? Not even. Yeah. So Cassidy still writes the large portion of it. I, 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 well, I was going to say this PDF is pretty substantial. It's pretty robust. I, mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. It's probably the most information i've seen from any paid for program 
Uh, I mean, it's a lot of stuff in there. And what I, what I'm a big fan of with hand plan with, especially for people who are trying to be better coaches or run better classes, is it gives you what to think about instead of just like, here's a program, do with it, whatever you want to do. It gives you a good breakdown of like, this is what we're looking for in the stimulus. This is what we're looking for logistically, what you need, how much space people need. These are different scales to use when you're doing your general warm-up. This is kind of where, what you should be focused on a warming up, you know, whether it's lower body, upper body, anterior, posterior, this is what you should be looking at for a coach. Um, they do a lot of good job of just guiding newer coaches or even experienced coaches to really hone in on what you're doing instead of just checking out in your warm-up and like, all right, go do some Frankenstein's down the end. Like while they're doing it, this is what you should be having your athletes try to improve during the warm-up. Um, and I think that's a big piece that it's missing from most other things instead of competitive programming or programming a over here they're just saying you know do xyz there's your day this one's actually saying do this here's some extra stuff if you want it but this is the priority and this is what the focus on to make you better today i think that's what they do really really well compared to most if not every everything else out there i was having this conversation with um somebody yesterday and that was actually a topic and for anybody that knows like we we had step we had put our toe in the programming pool um I don't know, maybe like a year ago. And the, the goal was never programming. The goal, the goal was actually to use programming as a vehicle for coach development, which is a largely what I think cap is for, right? I don't that cap is like, yes, it's CrossFit affiliate programming, but that's not really what it's for. If you just want workouts, go to .com. If you want to get your staff better and you want to get better at running an affiliate running classes, that is, that is the value or your ROI for this thing. And I was talking to somebody, actually one of our uh, gyms in Affiliate U, and they were talking about, a, you know, a different program. And again, not to throw stones, but, you know, his comment was just like, he's like, there's, there's zero buffer from these different checkpoints in there. He's like, there's no, there's no time allotted for teaching things. It, he's like, it literally just goes from zero all the way up until 60 minutes. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've been very upfront and candid about this from day one about this. I think that's a problem. I, I don't, it, it is, uh, is a point of contention for me because when I read that, that to me is something like either that person do, doesn't teach classes or potentially doesn't know what they're doing when they write that because it's not practical. It's not real. That's not how a class actually unfolds. And if it does, it is a less than well-executed class. Yeah, and I think, you know, and again, you can listen to the episode later this week, but something Austin said that's, that's super vital is he's factoring in a lot of those things, equipment needs, and, and perhaps most importantly, hey, we're not going to make you run in the middle of winter if you live in Colorado, just because our programming's based out of, you know, California, for example. So I, th I think those types of things where you're, you know, I think a lot of the programs out there are done by affiliate owners, don't get me wrong, and they happen to be very good affiliate owners. But Austin has a little bit of a better insight. He's traveled the world teaching seminars. You know, he's been a part of five, if not more affiliates uh, over the years. So he has a really good grasp of what affiliates want, but also what they need and how they can best implement. My guess is, you know, Fern, you and I have always said, paid for programming is probably about 80% done for you. My guess would be, cap is going to be closer to about 90%. You're still going to have to do some work there, but it's going to be a little bit tighter for you and a little bit easier. I, I again, don't quote me on any of this because I think a lot of this is still up in the air, but they, they have a lot of ideas they're throwing 
up against the wall with regard to the amount of resources involved here with regard to scaling options, equipment limitations, you know, different variations of the workout um, to potentially like uh, kids versions of some of these two, I think is, is long-term um, going to be involved here, which again, okay. So you pay, I don't know, let's go on the high. Let's just say you paid 300 bucks. Let's get real aggressive. And you say you paid 300 bucks for all of that, but it allowed you to have all of that in place and you still only used about 50% of it worth it in my mind. Like if you were going to run like a kid's program, you know, a non barbell option, stuff like that. I don't know if they're going to have all of those, but here's what I do know. They're not going to be short on resources and, and, and options, whatever they kind of land on long-term. And this is before they start putting media behind it you know, like actual videos and other things, you could, you could bet your ass that's going to be attached to it as well. Yeah. I think this is just the the beginnings of it, you know, a PDF, but there's going to be certainly a lot more behind. And, you know, as people are listening, understand we have no skin in this game. Like whatever you decide to do is is up to you. We just wanted to talk about it because we're getting asked a lot about it. Some of the other points that came up are, yeah, I think August 15th, they mirror.com. They're going to program seven days a week. You know, .com is obviously three on one off still. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to program seven days a week, which of course affiliates need. They're going to understand partner workouts are best suited on the weekends and, and a couple other cool things, you know, that, that box owners need to consider and, and need to think about. The other, the other big question from a lot of people is like, okay, well, I use Wattify and you're not synced with Wattify. Well, Austin mentioned that's one of their goals. Like it's not, no, no. And, and something I said, and you, and you've said too, it's like, we talk about hiring virtual assistants. It's something we're working on to pass on to people ourselves. You can have a virtual assistant, throw that in the programming for an hour a week, which will cost you between two and $7. I also think that's just a cop out to be very candid. Like that's just really lazy. Like, I don't know how hard it is for you to just copy and paste. Like we still don't, it's not uploaded for us. No, I do it all myself. How long does that take you Cassidy? To put the workouts into Wattify? Yeah. Depends how fast I can type. Generally it's just copy pasting over and it takes me all of, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes on the high end. If I decide I want to like change a workout midweek per week. Per week? Yeah. Like it doesn't take much time at all. And I would say like 10 minutes is a long time. And I would Realistically, say you're not a very, you don't have a, a lot of words per minute. You're, 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 you're a two finger typer. I am a, no, it's a, a lot of it. Like I'll put it in and then I'll just, I'll kind of like re-review the week and be like, man, I don't like how that meshed with the prior week or two. And then I might have to go back in and dive in. But realistically, like once I have what I think I'm going to put in for the week, put it into Wattify, even adding changes or scrapping workouts and doing things over, I'd say like on the high end probably 10 maybe 15 minutes but that'd be like if i'm starting from scratch again now that it so that is just the workout portion if you were going to transfer the notes an hour that'd be yeah right that's really stretching if if i'm taking the cap plan if i'm taking like so when i was doing when we were using cap full on or at the time it was hand plan um and we were using that we'd get the pdf sent to us it would take me 10 minutes to copy and paste the entire pdf into wattify in the notes section make sure that the scores are set up how i want them and like just be done with the week. If I didn't have to adjust anything, 10 minutes max, copy, paste everything over. 
and yeah, it still no. looked fine and the coaches were easy easily able to find it and do what they wanted with it well the notes aren't what's important right we're, we're talking about Wattify because we just want our members to be able to log their scores well i bring that up because somebody there's going to be somebody bitching we're like well i want all the, the coaches notes in there so that i don't have to send out pdfs which that's a that's a real kind of like complaint it is one more thing where it, it adds an additional step in there that can be unnecessary uh, if, if you're that worried about time, right. If you're worried about 10 minutes or something like that, which, which again, like it, that, that could be a valid complaint. But my point is, is like, again, we're not talking about a, an astronomical amount of time here. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, again, like you said, it's just a cop out. So with all that being said, what's your opinion on a Cassidy as someone at the box that, you know, you're, you're the, the head guy there, you've been involved in the programming, you coach a ton of classes, What's your opinion? I like it. Um, overall, I like it. I I don't use it as much just because I enjoy programming. I enjoy doing it myself. I enjoy, you know, the creative process of thinking about different things. And um, I kind of know what the people here like and don't like. So I can kind of roll that or mesh it into how I need to to where they still get what they don't want to do and they're still kind of happy about it. So I, I just kind of enjoy that challenge and the thought process behind it. But as far as CAP itself, like I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Um, I caught the back end of, you know, your conversation with Austin and I, I took a couple notes of it. You know, he, uh, somebody asked a question of how's it work with the three of you guys programming Austin, James and Spencer. And he, one of the, one of the things I really liked about it is he said, you know, they're looking, they're looking for feedback from the other guys. And I don't know if he said exactly this way, but it was essentially the egos don't get in the way and they're looking to find each other's blind spots. Um, I think that's what they do best. Cause I mean, they've even, I've had conversations with both James and Austin multiple times about, just giving them feedback on hand plan. Um, when we were, when they were kind of sending it to us and we were looking at it and this is kind of when we stopped doing the best hour programming and coach development and we rolled over to hand plan as well. Um, you know, they were very open with give us whatever feedback you want. You know, like you've been doing this a while you're being on seminar staff as well. Like I have a good relationship with them to where I could just text and be like, Hey, let's talk. I have some ideas for you. And they've taken some of them, they've implemented it and they're still using it. Um, which what I really like about that is, they're not above getting feedback from somebody who's not in their circle. You know, they're just looking for the best product, whatever it might be. They're looking for the best um, way to help other coaches, whether it came out of their brain or they got it from somebody else who assisted with them. They're just trying to help the community in the best way. So that's, that's, I think what I really, really do like about them. I think there's a fundamental um, difference in cap and, and I, and, and here's what I think it is. The, the lens with which it's written through Right. So most people will write programming. and when they write programming, that programming is designed for the athlete. Right. It is it's just like, hey, this is what's going to get people super fit. And like we're going to pair all these things together and they're going to get strength. And we're going to do these sessions. Um, and while I think that is cool, I, I, I'm a, I am a fan. Right. This is why things like comp train and people purchase online programming like that. That's why those things exist. Cap is written through the lens of an affiliate owner and a coach, which is more important for a business owner and an affiliate owner. That is, that is what is most important in order to deliver a good service, right? From a coaching standpoint, so that people move better, they have a good time, they learn, the community stays intact, the vibe is good, people stay injury-free, the volume is appropriate, uh, that I think is probably the biggest, most tangible difference between cap 
and most other programs out there. I'm not saying the other ones don't look at it through that lens, but largely they look at it through the lens of the athlete. And that is typically very evident by what I mentioned earlier, which is the timeline, which is like, if it's just like jammed full of stuff that's written for like, Hey, well, I'm trying to give the athlete the most things possible that they can get done. It, it, it takes in very little account for what the coach needs to do. Yeah. And we all know your athletes don't need that much. They need to move better. They need to have some fun and they need to get in a good workout. Correct. Yes. This is where we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I could play. I would, I'm glad, I'm glad to, I'm glad to play devil's advocate here. You and convinced disagree me. With you. You convinced me <laughs> Done. Everybody it's sold. <laughs> so, so let's look at it from the listener's perspective. I'm sure quite a few of our listeners, you know, whether they're coaches or box owners, you utilize other programming currently. What would be your advice there? Is it, hey, we recommend switching? Is it we recommend sticking to what you're doing? You know, this is a, a game changer in our industry right now in the CrossFit space. What's your advice? My advice is, isn't going to change. It's My advice is going to stay the same as it's always been, which is I actually, I don't care. Like, listen, company man, I'm fully biased towards CrossFit. I think this is a fantastic product. Um, and, and this is, listen, listen, let's be very frank. It's a business move. It's a good business move. It's a smart business move, particularly because it's going to be packed with value, right? So it serves the purpose, which is like, it's a, it is a voluntary transaction. We have an awesome thing. I would like to buy it. Cool. Good. Everybody wins. The, I, I think outside of that, my opinion still stands, which is I, at the end of the day, the programming, the workout that is actually written on the board, barring some really dumb nonsense, you know, I think it was uh, Freddie Camacho wrote the article it was like the any asshole workout, like just any old asshole can put a bunch of stuff on a piece of paper and, and, and it become a workout um, that outside of creating something really ridiculous, the, the programming is not what is valuable right? You, you know, the programming, the lesson plan is only as good as my ability to facilitate it in a class as a coach, right? To make people move better, to make sure they understand the mechanics, to make sure they could do them consistently, and then make sure that they understand the concept of intensity and how to apply it appropriately based on the stimulus that was provided to them. So outside of that, I think you should be chasing that in whatever program that you pay for. And if you don't understand that, then again, there's a big gap between what you say you're doing or what you say you want to do and what's actually unfolding in the 60 minutes from zero to 60 when people come in for class, you know, that, that, that's what I would say is like, you should be chasing that. And, and if you're really good at this and you are, you know, chasing virtuosity from a coaching standpoint, you can, you can do that, whether you use cap or, you know, or mayhem or comp train or warm up and workout or DECA like, or whatever, like all those things. You could do that, but you would have to, you'd have to manipulate them quite a bit from what I've seen from all of them. And I've seen a, a, a pretty good amount of all of them. Um, and it can be done. You just have to, you know, squeeze some things, compress some things, remove some things, and then put the value on like, Hey, my job here is to make people move better. I think you look at it as like, try it out. Most people. And if you're thinking about like most affiliates, let's say probably, 90 plus, and I'd probably even say like 95 plus percent, like aren't getting good enough feedback on what they're putting out. Um, everybody thinks, you know, they have the greatest community, they have the greatest program, they have the greatest coaching, like everything's great about every affiliate, according to that affiliate. But if you're wrapped in your own little bubble, you know, kind of like 
talk about online with the echo chambers. Like if you're always hearing how great you are, then you're always going to run into a pitfall you don't know about. Um, so I think what's really great about this of trying it would just be, if nothing else, to get a different perspective on how to run a class. Um, and if you try it out and you take some things and steal some things and it makes your class better and you decide to do it on your own, then good. I think one of the best things that happened for us was maybe five years ago, we switched from Fern doing the program and we switched to, to Wuo to warm up and work out. And um, <clears throat> I think one Pat of the Barber. best things from, yeah, with Pat Barber. Yeah. And I think one of the best things with that was it showed us different ways to do warmups. Like we got a lot of creative warmups out of that and different ways to warm up instead of just always doing the line drills, always go for a 400 meter run, then elbow to ankle and Frankenstein's and all these things. We found better ways to run the classes and they gave us kind of a template for your class should, your warmups should take this long and your specific this long and your workout this long. And just kind of give you a good idea of if you're not great at writing your own timelines, how to build a lesson plan. And a lot of that we took from Wuo, brought it back home, did it ourselves for a while. And I think it made our own programming better. And then we switched back to hand plan a couple of years later. And then I took it back. And then I think overall, like it made everybody better because everybody was like, instead of doing things the right way, like there's different ways to do it. And somebody's probably figured it out better than us. So let's just steal what they're doing and do it the same way because it's clearly working. And then we've thrown our own twist on it. So I, if nothing else, that's the best thing we got out of it was the programming programs, programming, anybody can do it. It's like you guys said, it's how you implement it. That's what's going to separate our gym from the next gym to the next gym is what you're doing with it. If every gym in the world is following the same programming, who's implementing it best, who has sharp timelines, who's teaching the most, whose coaches know what they're doing instead of just like one, two, three, four, just get to the next movement type thing. That's probably the most effective thing out of, out of cap. Yeah. And I mean, box owners in general, you know, your time is valuable. You're limited. You're probably high stress. Like you have so much going on. You should be outsourcing Wh whichever direction you decide to go. Like Fern said, 100%, you should probably be paying someone to do it. Like Cassidy just said, they're probably better at you, better at the programming than you are. And it's, who doesn't want two to three extra hours back in their week for a hundred to $150 a month, right? That's 40 bucks a week for, for two hours. I'll take that. When, when, when you guys do your programming, what's been the biggest butting of heads you've ever had, the two of you? I don't think we've had I don't think we yeah we've we're, I think we're both pretty objective about programming yeah okay. I, I think the best I, I don't know I don't think I, I think the biggest headbutt was maybe like hey we're doing too many muscles we're doing too much high skill stuff like tone that shit down and I was like okay and that yeah. was probably it like I'm obviously we we sit down and we look at the programming together um every week every couple of weeks like we're, we're we're well we're a few weeks in advance just to kind of know what we're doing um but we've never actually run into issues of what we're doing maybe it's no I, I honestly can't think of a single headbutt we've had over it yeah so and I, those aren't even headbutts those are just uh, my job is to look at it differently right his job is like like make sure these are good they're they're, they're challenging that we're developing skill sets and then my job is just like uh there's a decent percentage of the population is gonna be butt hurt by this week of programming you know and while we could agree it's good programming I don't know that that helps anybody that because we're like, hey, we're going to die on this sort of good programming and make a bunch of people butthurt about it because, it's, you know, we had muscle ups one day, handstand push ups one day, double ups, double unders the next day and single arm dumbbell overhead squats the fourth day. It's like, cool, we could agree that those are all fantastic movements and that would make good variants with regard to programming. However, people aren't going to be super stoked to show up on those days. And yes, we can scale. However, if you do this long enough, I, you, I can just tell you, people are going to look at that 
And regardless if they know we have scaling options, they're still not going to be stoked about it. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's like you want, you don't want your members want to hit that RX button every so often just to feel proud, to feel accomplished. And yeah, it could be the best programming in the world and leaving your members feel they can even be getting tremendous results. Right. And still Mm -hmm. feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're just dejected every day. Like, you know, it's, it's, I mean, the, the best way, the best way to look at it is like with muscle ups, everybody wants a muscle up. That's like, you know, the holy grail of CrossFit. If you, if you got a muscle up, doesn't matter anything else about your fitness, you've made it. And then, so like we, we could have people being from like having to do really, really basic transitions where they're very, very easy to basically do an L sits and they still don't have the muscle up. So it doesn't matter. Even though you've shown them, Hey, this is how far you've rest. Now you have however many pull-ups and dips and you can do all these other incredible things. They still don't have the muscle up. And every time you keep throwing it in weekly, 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 it's a reminder of, Hey, you still don't have this thing. So, um, that's, I think probably the best thing with, with our relationship of looking at programming is like programming solid, however we put it in. And then you have that second set of eyes to kind of think about the psychology of what your athletes are doing. And I think that was when we used hand plan for six, seven, eight months now, a year, maybe however long we've kind of been kind of, uh, back and forth with it is, uh, I've gotten a better appreciation from like athletes athletes want to succeed every day have fun right and we talked about this before another podcast which is you know my job that's probably the lens that i have to look at it through be like hey i think that's fun because i can do that however 90 percent of the of the of the gym cannot do that which makes it not fun Mm -hmm. we have to so you have to you have to you have to have the, the the awareness to be able to sprinkle that in so that you can still check all of the boxes you know like dangle that carrot out in front of everybody but don't bludgeon them with it yeah, I, I, I agree. One of the one of the people in our coaches development group used the expression, it's like putting veggies in the meatloaf, right? You gotta get your kids to eat it or or in Fern's case, pickled onions for a chapter. I do like pickled onions. <laughs> um, remember that, Katie? He was loving those pickled onions. Yeah, he's eating them straight up. <laughs> but um yeah, so it's like, hey, we have to find that balance of giving the members what they want, but also what they need. Cause like Cassidy said, everybody wants a muscle up, but everybody doesn't necessarily want to work that transition. So how can I sprinkle that in to get them that muscle up? So down the road, they're just like, huh, I just got a muscle up one day. Yeah. Dummy. Cause three times a week, I've been doing things for you that you didn't realize that enabled you to get that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can't think of any like disagreement we've ever had with regard to programming yeah nope. i mean we're pretty like i also think that neither one of us care <laughs> like it's not I, like we're not it's not yeah. we're not like emotional about it like that's not how like, we look at it be like hey, I'm, I'm not like offended that you don't like this workout you know i've, I've like i've said plenty of times i'm like that's a great workout take we're, it out we're not doing that. take it out <laughs> like it's we're <laughs> not doing that fine. i'll just go do it myself then <laughs> give me an example of that before we wrap up where might you say that I mean, I might put something that has like a super heavy barbell in it with a heavy sandbag, something with a handstand walk into mu- like just too high skill, too much weight where like one person might be able to do it. <laughs> I'll be gym. like, send that to Dave, dude, yeah, but we're like, not doing that shit here. <laughs> there's, you know, cause you, you want to, you program for the best, you scale for the rest and it rhymes. So, you know, it's hundred percent true. And <laughs> some days I think I'm fitter than I am. And sometimes I still think I'm the, I'm the best and I realize I'm not. So I might do things that are outside everybody's ability and nobody comes even close to touching the RX button. I'm like, oh, that was stupid. All right. That was dumb. 
but it's a it's a good challenge and it kind of puts uh it puts things in perspective of how to really do this because i mean at the end of the day you named it after your podcast you know you're giving them the best hour of the day and um however you think about that one but you're trying to not make people leave worse than they came in if it's not the best hour of the day at least don't make it the worst hour of the day and there's nothing worse than just getting kicked in the teeth for an hour and not being able to do anything and having that defeat stank on you when you go home the uh, I, the other another example would be like a very similar workout to like that and i'll just say cool make it a partner workout but don't have one person do that oh i like that yeah that's great katie what did you smirk at when cassidy said best hour of their day he said, because I like what he said, at least make, don't make it the worst hour of their day. That's good. <laughs> I feel like between the last two episodes, we're going to have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> well, don't take that. That's my podcast. It's yeah. going <laughs> to be the worst hour of your day. And I'm just going to talk about all the things I do. You know, speaking of that, we get, uh, people are still disagreeing with us on that best hour. Those uh, clearly Stu, who hopefully we'll be talking with, put a picture of me. Like, I don't understand how anyone can argue the principle of best hour of their day. It's just, I get it. And I, I, I'm not even, I'm not even a Stu fan. Like I, I don't know Stu. I've never talked to Stu. Some of his content. I'm like, all right, I get it. Some of his other stuff. I'm like, man, I kind of missed the mark, but you could say the same thing with your posts or his posts or my own stuff of you. You're going to, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And I, I, I actually really liked his thought on what he said with it. Like I agreed with Stu on what he said about yours of, you know, it should be, a part of your day, but it shouldn't be the best part of your day. Like, and I kind of agree with that. If the best thing that's happening in your, if the best thing going on right now is only what we're doing in the gym, then we sh there's some other things going on that need to improve as well. And like what's happening in the gym should propel you to have a, another section, whether it's your home life, it's your work life, like what you're only in the gym an hour of the day. So there should be something else. That's fantastic that this is helping you to achieve that outside of the gym too. This is the disconnect, right? Which is like a newsflash, everybody. We and Stu actually don't disagree. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like what Cassidy said is like, yeah, that's why it's the best hour of their day. Right. right. But I get what he's saying. Right. We, again, we, we don't disagree and I'm, and I'm happy to chop it up with him and, and we are going to get a podcast because he reached out to us about it. But, but, the, the contention is this, it is our goal to strive for that. I don't have any control about like what's going on in somebody's personal life like that. It is what it is. However, if I can be some smidgen of, you know, either something they look forward to, or it does happen to be the best hour of their day, that's what I should be shooting for. Otherwise we have to change the, we have to go to Cassidy's podcast and be like, Hey, it's not the worst hour of your day. <laughs> so come on in everybody. It's an hour of your day. Yeah. It is an hour of your day. That's a fact. You know, it's one, Hey, one twenty-fourth of your day. It you know, what can help day. you have uh, the best hour of your day though. Hit us Katie. Um, Doc Spartan can. <laughs> oh, Katie dropping it in. We Taking it in there. <laughs> Doc Spartan helps me have the best hour of my day because I look so young and youthful. Fern, it look it appears to me like you've stopped using your Doc Spartan because you look uh, a little ragged. Uh, I do look a little ragged. I still haven't really recovered from the games, and and life stress is wearing on me as I as I go down the road of single parenthood. So, well, you well before. All the single ladies start DMing Fern. He's yeah, not, I'm not. I'm not leaving my wife. Everybody, calm down. Yeah. yeah. And some dudes out there. I know there's some. There's some followers out there. But Fern, you're still you're still very happily married. But you know, things happening in the Fernandez world. But yeah, check out Doc Spartan. Use the code Best Hour, fifteen percent off. 
Uh, we got to hang with Dale a little bit, the founder in the affiliate lounge uh, at the games. Awesome, dude. But yeah, Fern, I'm still recovering. We got smashed this year at the games. I, uh, I've, been, I've been literally trying to catch up on sleep for a week and I still feel like I'm not there. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I'll give you a little uh, par- parenting advice. It's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit me up. You're such <laughs> yeah. a, you have so many hours of uh, parenting. <laughs> so many hours. I love it. Well, yeah. But again, going back to what we were saying, it's uh, the goal is not that it's truly the best hour of their day. And again, everyone that's disagreeing with us, ultimately, we agree. Like, I just wish they would. I think too many people are disagreeing because it's the cool thing to do. I think everybody's looking at a too straight line, like as yeah, it's a definitely. it's a definitive statement, like this must be the best hour instead of like it's a bigger picture, you know, like it's yeah, if you're just gonna say have an okay hour, like that doesn't sound as good as make it the best hour. And if you're just like don't make it the worst, like we said, then yeah, nobody's gonna be like, Well, that sounds shitty. I'm not doing that. Like it's it's not the end all be all. It's a it's a part of the day. You're just trying your best to I just do don't better. fucking understand like why it's like going to a restaurant they're like hey i hope this meal is just okay <laughs> i i really you know like you go to a restaurant they're like we like you know you, do you think that like you go to a five-star restaurant and you don't think they're trying to make this the best meal you've ever eaten and you're like that's pretty grandiose and they're like no shit that's why there's five stars on it dude like that that's literally the goal right right if you're not if you're not chasing that what are you chasing right like right chase the best hour of their day and if it happens to be the second best. Awesome. Great. Right. Cool. I, I tell you that's, what. That's the goal. That that's what I that's what I think. It's just silly. And you're like, you, so we shouldn't strive for excellence. We shouldn't we shouldn't shoot to do well. I don't really. I, it's like cool. I get it. You disagree with the statement or whatever, but that that's a weird uh, kind of argument, I think. And, and which is like, I don't have control over this person's personal life. What you're talking about is they need a life coach, and I'm like, oh, well, that, I can't deal with that. Here's my job. My job is to smash the 60 minute window that they come in here, and they're like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I agree. And I tell you what, it comes down to people are riding on the coach Jason Ackerman Instagram. <laughs> That's what it is. Influencer, everybody. Hey, listen, everybody, my life is easier if you guys follow Jason on Instagram because he, listen, every day he's like, listen, he's like, I got 500 followers on Instagram. He's like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, I don't care. And congratulations that I'm really happy for you. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad that you're shooting for, you know, 20,000 followers. Um, I do have to say though, on my, like when I, if I'm on my personal Instagram, if I just scroll through it, people repost you all the time. Like I see your, your face pop up constantly. People repost the things. (laughs) Are you just like, Oh my God, I see and hear Katie blew me off by the way, yesterday. What? I've been training her. (laughs) You definitely, I asked you a question and you yesed me. What question did you ask me? (laughs) I don't want to talk about it on the show because. Hey, when I, when I get her fully trained, all she's going to give you is a thumbs up emoji. (laughs) Not even just like the the message, just like the message, not even a response. Because here's how the business works. Katie's the brains and she keeps everything organized, but I'm still have. So imagine whatever's organized, you just it against the wall and threw it in my head and it's just like mushing around so i'll be like katie are we doing this are we doing that we did i asked you about a couple of sponsors yesterday and you were like yeah it's still <laughs> going forward 
Yeah, Jay, Jay's the good idea fair, everybody. Oh, I've got this idea. <laughs> Fuck. Would have excelled in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should join the Navy, Jay. Admiral Ackerman. Over Admiral there. Ackerman. I, yeah. I think that's a new title. Maybe I'll go change my Instagram handle. Admiral Ackerman. Should. Admiral Ackerman. <laughs> will be the uh, hashtag for this episode. Yeah. So anyway, the, the point of this is, yeah, we're big fans of Cap. It's not the only programming out there, but I would recommend at least checking it out. I think it's, it's free not, till the end of the year. Yeah, I was going to say it's free. Like, why wouldn't you? If, if your only hesitation, A, if you don't say anything, your members aren't going to notice. They're just going to be like, okay, it's Monday. I'm coming in and there's a shitty workout on the board. Like, doesn't matter <laughs> where I'm coming from. Like, there's cleans and handstand pushups. Cool. Um, B, it's free. Save yourself 150 bucks or whatever you're currently paying. And C, if Wattify is the thing you're worried about, like Cassidy said, it takes them 10 minutes to do the entire week. And even if that's an hour, that's nothing. And you can hire a virtual assistant. We can right. point you in the right direction for that, for sure. It costs you 10 bucks. Are they not integrated anymore? Or are they getting away from that? Well, not as well, a current stands. Yeah. Okay. Say that, was, that was convenient when they had that. They're working on it. They're good. They're going to be, I would, I would, I would yeah. wager that they're going to be. So, so check it out. And then again, in, in coming episodes, we have Austin in our coaches development group talking all about it. So, so check. And James, out. James is going to come on as well. Yeah. James will be on. We got, we got, we got big things going on in the, uh, in the CrossFit world these days, Fern. Yeah. Big things in the, uh, hope it's not the worst hour of your day podcast. That's starring me. <laughs> So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.